Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Dominique Gates. Joining me is Jason Frakes. We have a lot, a lot of basketball to get into. We have holiday tournaments. It's that time, especially for us, we've already kind of transitioned uh, into basketball, put the ribbon on football last week, and uh, this is that time where you get to enjoy uh, some tournaments and uh, really some of the best teams and players across the state as well as some other states and as well throughout the country. So it's always an exciting time, and uh, I definitely look forward to just diving into that. And uh, we do have a lot to talk about. But uh, before we do that, Jason, uh, I do want to take a minute. Uh, I, I think in terms of it's uh, been a heavy heart for a lot of people, um, and I know for us it kind of hits close to home uh, with the uh, devastating tornadoes in western Kentucky. Uh, you know, I was in Bowling Green uh, over the weekend when they hit, so – um, it was definitely a you know scary situation, and uh, you know, but uh, grateful that I'm okay, my family's okay. Uh, wishing the same for so many other people, and I um, just want to you know, make sure I send thoughts and prayers to everyone affected by this because um, it's devastating and it's sad. And uh, for me personally, I look forward to heading down to Bowling Green uh, Saturday uh, for the Louisville Western Kentucky game, and um, I just want to make sure I said something and. I don't know if you do, Jason, or just want to jump straight into basketball because, again, that's your hometown as well. But yeah, that's something yeah. I definitely wanted to say. Yeah, I, you know, you know, I grew up in Bowling Green. I went to Western, and uh, definitely thinking about the people down there. And luckily, you know, my mom still lives in Bowling Green, and I've been talking to her. And um, I haven't been down there yet, but uh, you know, just hearing the hearing my mom's voice last night, and you know, hearing her come to tears about you know just driving through town and seeing so much destruction. Uh, really sort of gave me uh, gave me some insight into what's going on down there. And, and like you, I'll be down there Saturday uh, for the Western Louisville game and uh, probably will we'll take my family around just to, you know, kind of see some, see some places and some people. And, uh, yeah. yeah, definitely thinking about not only the people in Bowling Green, but everybody in Western Kentucky. Yeah, absolutely. So not only Bowling Green, I mean, my family's in Muhlenberg County. So, and then also have family in the Paducah area. So, yeah, I, I – I'm just, like I said, very grateful that uh, the people that I love closely are safe. But um, it's definitely going to be a tough road for a lot of people. So I just wanted to make sure, send thoughts and condolences uh, before we moved along um, and we jumped into sports. So uh, before we talk basketball, though, Jason, I mean, there is some football news. Scott Carmony at Manual, she chose to step down and uh, have to just salute him for the run he had, uh, not only at Manual for six years, but in the area with 93 wins in 17 years and I really added some stability to the manual football program these last few years. And uh, there will definitely, uh, because of the job it is, confident another good coach will jump in and uh, lead that program. But, uh, you know, at least have to salute Carmody for the run that he had. Yeah, um, you know, 17 years as a head coach, but almost 30 years or more than 30 years, actually, when you throw in how many years he was an assistant uh, around town. So, uh, you know, he, he coached a lot of years at Butler. He worked at J-Town. Um, you know, and he did a fantastic job at Manual. Um, tough being in a district with St. X. Uh, I think uh, in his six years, they lost to St. X five times in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. uh, tough for them to get over that hump. But that goes back beyond uh, when Scott took over as head coach. They they haven't been able to beat St. X much. He did beat them in the regular season one year, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, they haven't been able to get over that hump for, for a long, long time. But uh, did a fantastic job. Uh, I, I think back to last season in COVID and – you know, a lot of you know every team was affected by it, but I think Manuel was going to have their best team 
since I've worked in Louisville last year, and you know they just never could get running, never could get any rhythm. It was kind of a shame to see that 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 team kind of get um, sidetracked by COVID, and, and darn near still beat St. X in the playoffs if it weren't for a for a hail mary at the end. So, uh, you know, best wishes to, to to Scott moving forward. No question. All right, it's basketball time. Let's jump straight into it. So many tournaments. Not only that, so many good tournaments. I mean, obviously. The Kentucky King of the Bluegrass, you could say headlines the tournaments, but just before we got started on this show, we talked about how Ballard will be playing IMG Academy in Fort Myers, Florida, the Queen of the Commonwealth uh, over the weekend at Bullet East, PRP Western has tournaments. I mean, I, I, people just hear audio, but if there was like a video camera, you would see stacks of paper uh, in front of Jason from all the tournaments that we'll be jumping yeah. into, so... Again, I'm excited about this. This is, this is one of my little personal projects I do every year. I, I get the bracket for every single Louisville area team for before Christmas and a- after Christmas. It's just my I love brackets. Yeah. So I like to have them and be able to follow teams, uh, even when I'm not working over Christmas. Just kind of keeping up with what's going on. So yeah, I've got about uh, I've got a stack of about 30, 35 brackets here <laughs> for. Uh, before Christmas, but we won't go through all 35, but we're definitely going to hit on the highlights here, especially with the King of Bluegrass. Yeah, I would not stay here for all 35 <laughs> of those papers. Even I would turn off and just leave. So uh, let's start with the KOB. I mean, each and every year it's at Fairdale, and it's fun. Uh, just like you could talk about a lot of things from last year that we were not able to have. The KOB was one of them, so I'm excited to get back down uh, to Fairdale. Uh, it's always fun, and it's always just Great basketball, a great hospitality room, <laughs> great crowds, and and I know that people will be ready to stack those gyms up. And and then there's a lot of good competition. Sixteen yeah. teams from Friday until Tuesday, and teams from what, South Carolina, Innsworth, Tennessee, and of course some good teams here in the Louisville area. So there's a lot to jump into and dive into, but just what are your initial impressions on uh, the King of the Bluegrass? Well, Lloyd Gardner and his staff at Fairdale always get uh, an outstanding tournament, especially they get the cream of the crop from Kentucky. Yeah. You know, uh, when you look at the field, you've got number two male. You've yeah. got number three Covington Catholic. you got number four George Archers Clark. you got number five Ashland Blazer. you got number six North Laurel. you got number eight Paul Dunbar. So you've got, what, one, two, three, four, five, six of the top ten teams in the state. Would have had number one Ballard. Uh, they chose to go with City of Palms, like you you talked about. Um, so uh, we won't get Ballard in this tournament, um, but uh, just some outstanding competition and, and and you know some outstanding players. And you know you mentioned the out of state teams. There's three of them, and all three of them are really really good. Yes, and some of the names that are going to be on the court at Fairdale. Yeah. I think that's the other thing that's so much fun about the King of the Bluegrass is that. Each and every year, you were watching kids yeah. play on this court, and then a year later, you were watching a lot of them in college basketball, and from big-time schools, Power 5 schools, SEC, ACC, and it's like, oh, wow, I remember that kid when he had 15, 20 points in the King of the Bluegrass. So, yeah. I mean, we have a list of names. You look at Noah Clowney, who signed with Alabama. He's from uh, Dorman um, out of South Carolina, and they'll be playing Innsworth, Tennessee in that first game. And Innsworth has Malik Dia, who signed with Vanderbilt in Nashville. And then Highland, um, a team out of Florida, uh, Bryce Sensible, will be one of the notable guys who's uh, heading to Ohio State. But then here in state, yeah, you got Reed Shepard, you got Caleb Glenn, 
people that fans are excited about because of the Louisville uh, UK connection. So, I mean, again, pick your poison. <laughs> again, every game there's going to be a kid out there that's just going to be ready to put on a show. So I, I know you're going to have to get there. Pretty much enjoy all day yeah. basketball. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Lake Island uh, Academy out of Orlando, Florida. They're ranked, they're ranked number 23 in the nation, according to Max Preps. Uh, so a really good team there. Dorman out of South Carolina, I think, is ranked number one or number two in the state in South Carolina. Um, so, you know, the, the three out-of-state teams are all going to, you know, they're going to have a chance. And then, you know, you, you mentioned the, the names, and I, and I think, you know, if you kind of break it down by class, you know, you're looking at possible Mr. Basketball candidates for the, or not just candidates, but front runners yeah. for the next three years. Um, when you look at the senior class, you got Covington Catholic, Mitchell Riley, um, a 6'8 senior. He's uh, committed to Miami of Ohio. Um, you've got Ashland Blazers, uh, Cole Villers, uh, another one of the state's top seniors. He's uncommitted right now. So I, I think those two guys are probably two of the top four candidates for Mr. Basketball this year. Um, you know, Maker Bar from Boward won't yeah. be there. I think he's probably a guy. And then you got Turner Butchery from Bowling Green. I think those are the four seniors who are sort of front runners. And there's not a, there's not a, it's not like the junior class where you got to read Shepard or Caleb Glenn, but uh, it's still a pretty good class. But then you got, you know, like Shepard and Glenn, the, the two top players in the state probably regardless of class. Yeah. Shepard going to UK, Glenn going to Louisville. It's possible you could see them face off in the championship game on Tuesday, which if that happens, you better get there early. Yes. Because uh, that will be a, a heck of a matchup. Or even if they were to play in a third-place game, uh, that, oh. that would be interesting. So you got them. And then you got one of the top sophomores in the state uh, in Travis Perry from Lyon County, uh, 6'2 sophomore, averaged 27 uh, points per game last year. I think if you had to say who's the front runner for Mr. Basketball in, in 2024, or I guess doing the math in my head there real quick, he's probably the guy. So uh, some outstanding talent. Uh, um, it's always fun. This is, you know, I always say this is sort of the beginning of basketball season for me. I know we've been yeah. playing for three weeks, but uh, this is, you know, this is this is the big time sort of uh, let's get it rolling. Yeah, not only that, is what's fun for me is that you're going to, like, we, we get it. It's good. Really good teams, but what's so fascinating to me is that even if the best team, you say in Kentucky, didn't even win the King of the Bluegrass, they've still like won state championships before. Oh, yeah. I think that's what's so crazy. It's like even the best, the KOB champion, you know, I think that blows my mind that that's the type of stuff you see. Because, I mean, Trinity lost it a couple of years, uh, and they end up winning the state title. Bowling Green has lost, and they've won state titles. So the list goes on and on. I know yeah. Ballard's done it. I mean, it, it's really – it's kind of fascinating. It shows you, again, the level of talent. Since I've even been here, I've watched teams from New York come here and Florida. So, man, you, again, you're just going to get your money's worth just all day. It's going to be in two gyms. That's another fun thing. I remember my first year – here covering the KOB. I was on the main gym watching David Johnson and guys like that. Then I went to the small gym, and I'm watching Kiki Tandy put on a show over there. So if you're just a basketball fan, again, there's no other reason not to go to this. And there's so many fun matchups you're going to watch. I mean, you start off, you're going to watch Covington Catholic take on Trinity. That a matchup by itself with, you know, interesting styles. They're going to go back and forth. And uh, you'll watch North Laurel play Eastern and – North Oldham and Dunbar. So 
get your money yeah. out and again enjoy just so much uh, exciting games. My, my favorite part, and it happens about every year, and you never really can predict when it happens, but once you feel it, you you recognize it, and it happens pretty much on a yearly basis. You'll be sitting there, somebody, some player will just get in a groove. Um, uh, I think of gosh, what was the male kid that, that shot all the threes? Uh, oh, a year or two ago, Tyron uh, Moore. Tyron Moore just went crazy. I remember at that. the King of the Bluegrass, and it's and it's and it's not only just watching those performances; it's the feeling of the crowd. I mean, you hear the you hear this often. You hear the crowd was buzzing. Yeah, but it, in no other venue that I think I ever cover high school basketball in, except maybe the state tournament, do you actually feel that buzz? When when that gym at Fairdale is packed, yeah. and somebody starts going crazy, yeah. and and it's it, and I think it's a lot of, a lot of it has to do with the fact that most of the people there aren't really cheering for a team; yeah. they're just there to watch good basketball. Yep. But once a year, maybe twice a year, three times a year, if you get lucky, there'll be that little moment there mm-hmm. where you just you you catch yourself in that moment and say, "Okay, this is really fun." Yeah, I remember another example when Collins beat Trinity in overtime, yeah. and Davion McKnight went off, yeah. and that kind of springboarded him. So now he's at Western Kentucky yeah. playing well. So yeah, it, I think again, it's so much fun to see that. And I remember uh, one year. I guess two years ago, Ballard beat a team. I can't even remember where from, but they ended the game with three players on the court. I remember when we covered that game, and that was like a really good team. I believe out of Ohio uh, was like a state champion there. So uh, there's always such exciting, fun things that you get uh, from the KOB and other tournaments. So uh, that's something I'm looking forward to. But I mean, I'm also, older, yeah. I, you mentioned I don't have to remember Peyton Siva showing up here <laughs> in about 2008. That that team from Seattle and. Um, just how, how how excited everyone was here from from the, you know the Louisville fans watching him play. So there's some outstanding history in this tournament, and, and I'm sure we're gonna you know we we look forward to the Kentucky kids, but watch out for these these out of state guys. And you know when you you've got Ohio State, Alabama, oh. and uh, and Vanderbilt uh, on the, on those lists, uh, one of those guys is probably gonna put on a show. Oh yeah, I definitely want to watch Sensible play. Yeah. I mean again, not only Ohio State, but again a really good team out of Florida and. Again, these are some talented players, so I want to see them. I've asked, honestly, I've never seen Reed Shepard play in person. No, I haven't either. So yeah. I want to see that as well. So I've watched Caleb Glennon many a times. So, yeah, there's just a lot of names, a lot of players and, that and I want to see. Another kid we never haven't really talked about is James Jewell from Marion County. Again, yeah. Who's, who's had a, a, you know, a, a really good career. He started out at, at Eastern, Eastern uh, transferred to Marion County. They've got Fairdale at 6 o'clock on Friday night. He's one of the top seniors in the state. He's He's uh, committed to a junior college in uh, Florida, Chipola, but uh, yeah. he, he's another one of the top seniors in the state. So yeah. you, you can find a guy or two like that in every single game. Absolutely. So that's fun. And I remember watching Eastern with Jewel and Spalding when they play together, and that was a really good tandem. Obviously, still not playing together, but they were really fun, especially as young kids. What other tournaments you want to jump into? You want to jump into the Queen of the Com- Commonwealth? Yeah, or? I mean, uh, you know, it. let's talk about the Queen of the Commonwealth. And, you know, as big as the King of the Bluegrass is for boys, the Queen of the Commonwealth has become the best girls tournament in the state. For a yes. long time, uh, Lexington Catholic's girls tournament uh, was probably kind of perceived as the best. And it's still a very good tournament. They're, they're playing it again this year. But uh, when you look at the Queen of the Commonwealth <laughs> and the job Chris Stallings has done at Bullet East, uh, turning that into there's 16 teams in the tournament. 
11 of them are ranked in the top 25 of the state. So yeah. uh, uh, it's an outstanding field. Yeah. Uh, you've got the potential for a Sacred Heart Boyd's championship game, uh, which would be outstanding. But, uh, you know, both of those teams are going to have really tough roads to get to the championship game. But it, it also, you talk about juggernaut tournament. Like you just mentioned it. Like I said, you got Bullities, you got Bethlehem. Who was in the state tournament? Both of those, that was an unbelievable state tournament game yep. last season. Orangeboro Catholic, who's been a regular out of the third region, they made it to the final four a couple years ago. Of course, Franklin County has been just a juggernaut, played in state title games year after year. You got Manuel, of course, who's strong in this area. Sacred Heart, who is the favorite to repeat as champion. Bowling Green, who won a Sweet 16 game last year. Bardstown, Notre Dame. Christian Academy, who will try to fight and compete with Sacred Heart to get out of that region. So, man, that could be fun again. And and this starts on Sunday, and that goes until Wednesday. So, Bullet East, Queen of the Commonwealth, that is also going to be the place to be. So, it's going to be fun, too, because you get to start with KOB. Right. And then you had to (laughs) Bullet East to wrap up some tournaments. That's the point I was going to make. I've never really been able to get to the Queen of the Commonwealth because it's already always overlapped with the King of the Bluegrass. But... The King of Bluegrass ends Tuesday. Uh, the final day of the Queen of the Commonwealth is actually on Wednesday, yep. uh, which is nice. The championship game is on Wednesday at 6 o'clock, which I <laughs> I, I hate to bring this up because uh, they're probably going to kill me at Boyd's. I think that's the exact same tip-off time for the UKUFL game. Uh, <laughs> men's uh. game is at, uh, at 6 o'clock that Wednesday night, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, um, <laughs> But if you don't care about UKUFL and uh, – Maybe you're you're tired of uh, watching them sort of languish, if you will. Yeah. Uh, get out and see a, a really good uh, um, final there at the uh, Queen of the Commonwealth. That is true. I wonder if Chris might think that, like, maybe we should change the time. Maybe uh, like- yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, well, we're not going to put words in his mouth, but it, it's possible. He may, he may be uh, reconsidering that. It doesn't hurt. Chris, if you're listening, <laughs> we're not trying to convince you, but, you know, if you want, it's totally up to you. <laughs> yes. So. But then also you mentioned PRP and Western that also have some very strong yeah. tournaments. And that's the, that's one thing that I'm just going to say as a whole. What's so good about basketball, I mean, you know, obviously football is still really strong in this area. But basketball is just a different animal in terms of you're not just talking about one or two teams. You really are talking about 15, 16 teams and several teams in the Louisville area that are strong. So it's like... Maybe we don't necessarily talk about Western in football, but in basketball, again, a team that is like, okay, watch out for them in that region. And PRP is another team. And, again, it's just really fascinating. So uh, you want to jump straight into uh, this little holiday classic that they'll have? uh, PRP and Western are sort of co-hosting an 18 tournament, if you will, the Max Child Care Holiday Classic, half the brackets being played at. Uh, PRP, the other half's being played at Western. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really good A-team field. you got PRP, Wagner, St. X, Southern, Western, Manual, which I think is off to an undefeated start. They Western are. plays Manual, yeah. uh, that, that first game, which will be on, uh, let's see, that's a Monday night. This, this, this tournament runs Monday through Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So Monday night at Western, next Monday night at Western, you got Western Manual at 730. And the game before that is actually J-Town versus Jeffersonville out of Indiana, which I know Jeffersonville has a a really nice team as well. So uh, that goes Monday through Wednesday. You know, just looking at the bracket, Tuesday night you could have semifinals of PRP against CNX. You could have Western against Jeffersonville. Uh, the, the championship game is uh, that Wednesday at, at 7.30. That, that, that last day is all played at PRP. Uh, the first two days are split between PRP and Western, but 
all four games uh, starting on that Wednesday, 3 o'clock, 4.30, 6 o'clock, and then the championship game at, at 7.30. But, uh, you know, if it's PRP Western uh, in, in the final, you're looking at a possible uh, preview of the sixth region final. Yeah, I think that's the the crazy part that stands out because I haven't been able to watch too many teams yet. I, mainly just one game, went to Bullet East, saw a little uh, boy-girl uh, action, a uh, doubleheader action uh, last week, and that's really the only team I've seen. So that's another thing I'm glad about these tournaments. You'll get yeah, to see so yeah. many. I mean, you'll get to see some of the best of the 6th and the 7th region right off the bat. So it gives you like a little sneak peek of what's to come. Obviously, a lot of teams are still getting football guys back and trying to get that, you could say, up to speed situation, but this will be, I think, the moment too where you'll see them take that step uh, because they'll be wrapping up school and, and those midterm exams, and it's just playing basketball, and uh, that's really it. So I think this will be the nice springboard, a start to the year, which also, while you said this really feels like the start uh, yeah. of the basketball season. That's my favorite thing about the King of Bluegrass, it's just getting to see so many good teams at once yeah. and sort of getting your own little sort of scouting reports and. Uh, you know, getting a feel for, for, you know, matchups and things like that. You know, teams we're, we're probably going to see again, you know, come February and March uh, in the state tournament and kind of getting a gauge on how, how they've grown from, from December to, to, to February and, and things like that. So um, it's going to be fun. That's it. Anything else? Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about um, – I'm, I'm always interested in, like, who's traveling the farthest yeah. uh, for, for Christmas. And, you know, we've mentioned uh, – Bauer going down to play IMG. You know, they got matched up with IMG Academy in the City of Palms, which is one of the most prestigious Christmas tournaments in the nation. Uh, you look at that field, and it's a cre- incredible. Uh, I know Chris Renner is looking forward to seeing how his team gets challenged. IMG Academy, by most accounts, is the number one team in the nation mm-hmm. uh, for high school basketball. Now, they have lost a game, actually, to, a, I think, a, a prep academy from Kansas. But, uh, you know, Bauer's really good. They're going to see how far they, you know, how, how good they really are. And then, you know, we, we what about Evangel Christian? I was just about to heading say. Out, heading out to Las Vegas to play in the Jerry Tarkanian Classic. Yes. I mean, uh, what a what an interesting trip for them, a great opportunity for them. And if I'm not mistaken, let me check this bracket here, yes. They get Bishop Gorman <laughs> out of uh, Las Vegas in the, in the first game of that. And Bishop Gorman's always nationally ranked. Yep. So, um, you know, Evangel, with with their their very talented roster, is going to get a an interesting matchup. That game is on Friday. It looks like about, uh, I can't even read this, probably about 8 or 9 o'clock our time Friday night. So if you're, if you're interested in checking out that game, I'm sure you can uh, get on the Jerry Tarkanian Classic website and probably find a link to, to watch that one if you're interested in seeing how those two match up. It's interesting because right now Evangel Christian, they're 1-3. Um, kind of a rough start to start the year for uh, Larry Miller and, uh, and this bunch. But, again, yeah, you've heard about all the talent there, and it's very true. So uh, they're still trying to get everybody together and pieces yeah. in play. But when that happens, again, they'll, they'll compete uh, in that sixth region as well. So, yeah, they're going to be in Vegas. Ballard's going to be in Florida. I think also Evangel Christian will be heading, like, South Carolina, yeah, like, right after awesome. Christmas. So, yeah, they're going to be all over. I think they might have already been to Chicago this year, too, if I'm not mistaken, or heading there sometime soon. So. I, I believe so. They've yeah. traveled more in just the last month yeah. than I have, like, all year. Yeah. So, more power to them. Yep. This was fun. Yeah, it's, it's a fun time of the year. Uh, you know, kids are out of school. Yeah. You know, maybe you're on vac- You know, get out and see some games. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll have 
I'll be uh, I'll, I'll be listing all the the tournaments and, and times and stuff on our website. So make sure to check that out if you if you want to go see one of these teams play here here in the in the Louisville area. Absolutely. So be prepared for all of that uh, coverage. We will have everybody out and about. Um, at these tournaments uh, throughout um, the next really week or so, at least for you know King of the Bluegrass, Queen of the Comet, we're going to try our best <laughs> to get to each and every one. Uh, not each and every one, but as many games as possible. Yeah, I'm not trying is. to. I'm not trying to speak for Jason Frakes here because uh, I, I know he'll cover. I will not be at each and every one. He will. He will be at each and every one. <laughs> and if he's not, call him and email him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jason will have coverage. All the guys will, so uh, be on the lookout for it. We thank you for listening to the Prep Rally Podcast. Uh, Have a great day. Have a great week, and we will see you next week.